Top of the morning to you, chummers. I am Devin, also known as Karma, the GM for an absolute Drek Storm podcast. My fragging fun fact today that isn't super fan. In the year 2055, an undercover Ares group infiltrated a power plant located in Chicago and set it off to explode to try to kill all the bug spirits. But the queen insect spirit managed to create a magical barrier that actually made the nuclear explosion much smaller than it should have been, not wiping out most of them. But with that, let's introduce our players. Adam. <coughs> Hello, I am Adam. I am the player of Bayako Ashitani, also known as Tiger as a Shadowrun alias. My frag and fun fact of today is that Tiger was an illegitimate child. Hey Chummers, this is Autumn. I play the character Artemis, also known as Cerberus. My frag and fun fact for the day is that Cerberus has had her organs attempted to be stolen many times. The boat was not the first. And that leaves me. Hi everyone, my name is Luke, playing the, playing the character of Cody McCormick, Shadowrun alias Overseer. And Overseer's frag and fun fact for the day is that he is fond of the show The A-Team. And with that, here's what happened last time on an Absolute Drekstorm podcast. Tiger pushes three random buttons on the panel, cranks the lever down to slightly below midway, and then stomps on the pedal. I go ahead and fly him back for now, and I'm going to let Tiger know that I know the elevator is located in the middle and it's see-through. Um, so any suspicious person, well, I let everyone at the table know that the elevator is see-through and any suspicious person will, um, like observed taking the elevator it seems like the uppermost floor where we need to deposit the gas is um ceo offices and all the hot shot and it seems like for some odd reason the floor beneath that is darkly tinted and kind of sealed off from the sounds of it it needs a permanent spot to reside for a little bit and um i'm kind of a drifter so um this is with y'all all right I guess it has to stay with me, doesn't it? Ah, looks like you sure drew the shortest straw. Kind of more expensive. The sculpture guys have, like, more finer details, but, you know, more expensive stuff. Um, but, yeah, they, you know, uh, we'll say um, Stonehenge. You search it up on Google Translate, the equivalent to Drugo Translate, and uh, you see it is the equivalent of uh, Zyklon B pellets. Good morning, Chummer. How you feeling? Yeah, well, that's good. Um, are, are you hungry? Uh, I can. Well, I I think we got some like uh, breakfast soy paste. I mean, it's it's gonna taste like Drek, but you know, it is what it is. I think we have enough for both of us. Oh man, I missed the real stuff. I haven't had real eggs in like I don't know. Since I was a child. It was the good stuff. Ah, oh, man, those were the good old days before everything became corporate and soy and blah, blah. Tiger, you approach Aces, the blue neon sign flickering on and off, drawing in customers, the parking lot relatively full as it is Friday night, 10 p.m. There's a lot of, you know, the bars popping off as it always does. Uh, you step into the bar and 
it's pretty crowded in here. There's a lot of people drinking around, large groups of people, and you're here looking for someone's fist. Specific, you're here looking for a face to hire for this job. Immediately, your eyes are drawn to this guy that's sitting up at the bar. Um, he's dressed in a nice tuxedo, seems to be sipping on an apple teeny, you want to say? Uh, elf, a bit of a more caramelized skin. Tiger is going to approach is there like an open like seat next to this uh this man in the yeah. suit all I'll right say there's an open seat to his left tiger approaches and sits down on his left and he himself orders an apple teeny and kind of glances over at the drink of his compatriot next to him so i see you're someone with a bit of a more refined taste gesturing towards his drink Ah, yes, my friend. I do, uh... I enjoy myself a nice apple teeny, and, uh, I see that you are an elf of culture as well. Can I, uh, ask, uh, why you strike up conversation? Anything important? Or just making friendly talk? I'll cut to the chase. You seem like, uh, someone who knows their, uh, way with people, and, um, I have a... A group of mine is looking for, uh, an extra pair of hands for a, uh, job. If you're interested, we can discuss more in the back rooms. I see. Um, sure. Why not? To the back rooms. Get up, head into the back room. The uh, elf follows you. The elf orders one more apple teeny, uh, kind of downs it real fast and follows you into the back. You enter the back room and you've been here before, but it seems as if they've refurnished almost. Um, they have a nicer table, nicer seats set out. And on the table is a uh, small white box with a few buttons on it uh you know this to be a white noise generator um the elf kind of you know walks into the room kind of sits down at the table flicks on it you hear this hum kind of pressurize outwards and he kind of kicks back in the seat so what business are we talking about my friend oh can i get your name (laughs) oh my name is uh you can call me tiger my Ah, fellow runners do as well uh may i have yours Yes, of course. He leans over to, you know, shake your hand. Uh, the name is Puck. Nice to meet you, Puck. And Tiger reciprocates the handshake. And Tiger doesn't sit down as he's kind of in presentation mode and serious business talking mode. But I'll just cut right into it. We have a job where we are basically going into a corporation building. It's about five stories, including basement. And we have to... I'll explain your part of the job. We will be giving you a package. It is a jar filled with a chemical that you will be releasing at the very top floor where ventilation is best. We will be providing you a gas mask. However, with with the job in general, we've been requested, our group, no killing besides with the chemical once it has been released. The general plan is that you will be sneaking up to the third floor on your own and just trying not to get caught, wait for our signal, break the jar, open the jar, whatever seems easiest to you. And on our signal, the security measures in the building will be turned on. Building basically goes into lockdown. We wait until the gas does its thing, about 10 minutes probably. And then once everyone is gone unlock the doors, walk out, and contact the Johnson, get paid. With this, payment, 
about 6,000, 6,500, depending. We're still purchasing materials, seeing how that goes. That's the rough ballpark. Uh, each or each, the team? Each. Okay. Each. okay. Six, six grand each. And for such specific parameters, I personally, as Tiger pulls a cred stick out of his pocket, am willing to reimburse you for some starting materials. Uniform and gas mask for the chemicals will be provided. But if you prefer stick and shock or anything to subdue anybody who does try and get up close and personal, any protective gear besides what is necessary is yours as he places the cred stick on the table. And is this final outpayment is it final? Do I have a say in it? Do I talk to you, your Johnson? I won't lie, 6k for gassing a building is a bit low. I can take requests and I can move it up the chain. Okay. What's your what's your price? Preferably 10k. And he's going to roll negotiations. What do I roll against this? Um, I'll let you choose. You can either roll etiquette or negotiation yourself. Tiger rolled nine dice and he got four hits. Huck rolled 18 dice and he got six hits. Did he pre-edge that? (laughs) No. Oh my god. (laughs) He specked only in the face, didn't he? He's a good face. Damn! Um, yeah, so. multi-class too hard. <laughs> Tiger's not shocked per se, but the increase in uh, the counter negotiation is certainly interesting to him. Kind of brings his hand up to his chin, rubs it a little bit. As it stands, without any current negotiations, I can. I'll meet you exactly in the middle, do 8,000. Without any further negotiations, and quite frankly, more work on my end, I can guarantee you at least 8, but I can't go much higher than that without moving up the chain. Okay. How about we agree upon 8k? But you come back to my place tonight. (laughs) If you would like him to roll, you can't. I'm going to roll a composure test really quickly. (laughs) Okay. I feel like that's fitting for the situation. Would you like him to roll something just to see how much, how like smooth he comes across? Well, that's the thing. Um, I rolled my composure either way. And, um, one, two, three, four ones out of nine hit out of nine dice. So Tiger's definitely taken aback at this as negotiations with, in his experience, typically never happened like this, especially in the Yakuza. <laughs> this was definitely uncouth for that sort of background. Tiger's gonna stay silent for a moment. I think I can come... I I, I think I can agree to those terms. He sticks out his hands to shake yours. Tiger goes in for it. And he kind of pulls you down a bit and kisses the top oh! of his hand. May I buy you a drink? Please. Tiger, you have a pretty good night. Um, he's a, from what you can pick up, at least the story he tells you, he's been running for, you know, a couple of years. He's a pretty, not necessarily well-known, but he has a good reputation as a face. Um, he doesn't really stick with a group. He is kind of a four-hire thing. Um, he likes to stick around aces. He's really big on helping lesser groups. 
and kind of fitting in that role as he knows, you know, faces are kind of hard to come by. So he's kind of grown up specializing in that field and stuff like that. And eventually he buys all of your drinks. Uh, you get decently, you know, as tipsy as you can. Yeah. He doesn't necessarily... He doesn't shit-faced, but... No, he, he makes sure you do not reach the point of shit-faced. As shit. um, he He's makes it lover. very... He makes it very <laughs> clear that he wants you to remember it. Oh. And he takes you back to your place. He has... He even has a place set in downtown. He has a nice penthouse area. And he's going to roll a performance. And with his performance, out of 21 dice, he gets 9 hits. It was a pretty good night. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good night, honestly. Um, How do you handle the morning time? Does Tiger stay? Does Tiger try to dip in the middle of the night? Would Tiger realistically have gotten... Uh, any sort of comlink information throughout the uh, throughout the night. Yeah, you would have swapped numbers. All right, so Tiger is going to wake up earlier. I need to know: Are you going to be leaving without him awake? Are you trying to one night stand him essentially? Yes, but Tiger is going to send his comlink a message, basically saying, "Have some business I need to attend to before the run. See you there." And like a little like like a little heart emoji. And what Tiger is going to do in the meantime? You know how you flip coins to uh, determine things or roll a dice. Um, Devin, odds or evens? Tiger is not going to do anything in this extra time. It is this is all just a farce to play him a little bit. Okay. Yeah, you just head out. You walk around town, reminisce of your night with Puck, and you just kind of eventually a couple hours passed. He sends you a uh, message. Uh, let me know when and where with a little kissy face. So, we are going to kind of cut across town, um, to Overseer and Cerberus. You find yourself outside of this, what looks like it used to be maybe a body shop for vehicles, kind of turn into what looks like a small masonry. Um, what would you like to do? It's in a, um, somewhat well-populated area. It's kind of a bit distant away from houses, but, you know, there's other smaller businesses nearby. Is there any, like, restaurants that we could go sit down in? Yeah, we'll say there's a small local restaurant. Cerberus is kind of going to point to a nearby restaurant and say, Okay, Overseer, why don't we go in there and we'll order a meal and I'll hack into the Matrix while they're bringing it out to us and see what information I can get. Well, it's not too busy. Yeah. All right. So it's about 8 p.m. It's not, you know, super... Uh because 10 p.m. is going to be way too late for a restaurant. But um, it's about 8 p.m. It's, uh, you know, somewhat packed, but not terribly too bad. Um, it is a smaller area, so it's probably just, you know, filled with locals and stuff like that. But you enter it. Uh, they, you know, it takes about five or ten minutes to get seated, but you'll eventually get seated. They give you menus, waters, and stuff like that. What are you going to order? Uh, Overseer is going to go super simple. Just uh, toast, maybe some eggs. Just to keep it real cheap. Okay. And just water. Sorry. Cerberus is going to order a soy country fried steak. (laughs) And then she's just going to like... Are we sitting on the... Are we sitting in a booth? I would assume. Yeah. I'm going to assume I'm sitting on the same side as Overseer. Be like, sorry about this. I'm just going to lay on him and... Out. Out I go. Just clock out. Yeah, this is a much weirder excuse to make. (laughs) 
Cerberus, you enter the Matrix, and you are greeted with the Matrix, surrounded by icons of all the patrons in the um in the store, and you make your way across the street, and you find a little host for the uh, for Stonehenge. What would you like to do? Do I? So I do see the host. Um, yep. I'm going to probably go ahead and do the uh, hack on the fly. And actually, you know what? I'm going to use my complex form. I'm going to use diffuse and a firewall. I'm going to cast it at level five. Okay. Um. So go ahead and roll. I got five hit. Okay. You get three net hits. You diffuse a firewall by three. Okay. And then I'm going to go ahead and do the hack on the fly. That's minus two to my normal dice pool. Yep. And hack on the fly is hacking plus logic. I got five out of eight hits. Okay, you get one mark on it. You All need right, at least, we're gonna I believe, two do it more again. Now. Okay, go ahead and roll again. Do it again. I got five out of eight. <laughs> okay, at this point, we can say you safely enter the host. <laughs> okay. Um, you see their icons of their main computer system. It looks like they have a few cameras set up, but nothing too special besides that. All right, I want to go ahead and so from the main camera system, I should be able to see employee IDs, like. From the camera system? No. From the computer system, yes. The computer, that's what I meant. Sorry. Oh, you're good. Okay. So, would I hack into that now? Um, There isn't any security on that, so you're able to just access it. Okay, so I'm going to do it, and I'm going to... What would I do to, like... Matrix search. To Matrix. hunt down the... Yeah, that's what How you'd I... use to hunt down the, like, files you would need. What do I roll on that again? I can't find it. Oh, here we go. Okay. Computer and intuition. I got a critical glitch with no hits. I knew the good rolls were going to run out. You happen to be searching for it, and you're not sure what happens. You just end up getting mixed up. Something something goes wrong. You're not really sure why. And suddenly you're locked out. And a message appears on the screen for you. And it just, or, you know, a message appears in the AR for you, and it just basically says, Night Errant has been alerted. We have video cameras. We'd recommend you just put down your weapons and stay inside the building. Um, okay, I'm gonna pop out of the matrix. I'm gonna tell Overseer that, you know, wake up. I'm kind of like in a little bit of a cold sweat and I'm like, we need to go now. <laughs> right now? Now. I did. Yeah, my... Okay, fine. And I'm going to leave a little bit of an extra tip and I'm going to skedaddle. You hear Overseer's stomach growl obnoxiously. Frag. Okay. I'll buy you food somewhere else. No, it's, it's on fine. Me. No, it's okay. We'll come. We'll try again later. Hey, so you guys just at home? You know, I'm going to. I would actually like to see if Night Errant shows up, but so I'm going to, you... like, move and be kind of discreet somewhere else. So where are you guys going? Nearby to where I could see the restaurant, but not okay. far enough that I'm, like, not able to, like, leave. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, okay. So, yeah, you just kind of find a, you know, smaller area. Um, kind of, we'll say you're waiting at a, be- a bus, a bus station, uh, or a bus stop. Uh, you two just kind of sit there and wait a bit. Um yep. Ten minutes past nothing. How long do you want to wait? Half an hour. Okay. Twenty minutes past nothing. About twenty-five minutes. You see a night errant 
police car kind of drive up the road, pull into the Stonehenge parking lot. Someone gets out. You see a flashlight activate. They kind of look around the area, go up to the door, jiggle it, look inside, shine their stuff around, walk around back. They're gone for what seems about 10 minutes. Eventually he comes out, checks the door again, looks around, kind of turns off the flashlight, gets in the vehicle. They're in there for about another 10 to 15 minutes. The vehicle pulls up, or pulls back, and drives out of the parking lot. So, I might have messed up and alerted their security system. Um, if you didn't notice the night errand. The security is that good? That no. little store? Um, no. I'm just... I don't know what happened. Something happened. Glitch in the Matrix. I've been... I've been running out of luck recently. But I think if I could just find another company that maybe we could try someone else. I don't want to try the same company right after I just gone. And service, you stop in the middle of speaking. And service fades away as no. someone else takes up front wanting to give it a go. So Overseer, from your point of view, you see kind of Cerberus say something, and then she just stops. And it looks like she dazes off a little bit. And kind of like, almost looks like she almost falls over a little bit. And then she kind of recovers. As, you know, Cerberus sits there, she kind of feels this daze wash over her. All of a sudden, she loses her way with words, and someone else takes her place. And Are we trying someone else? I got this. I'm going to try to do it again. And with that, she's out. So, jam signals, would that prevent them from calling the police? Uh, Yes, but keep in mind, it's a jammer that jams everything. So, it's all, the entire restaurant is getting jammed. Okay, so I'm going to turn my comm link into a jammer, and that's electronic warfare and logic. So he gets four hits. Uh, Overseer, uh, your contacts go blurry and, like, become static. And then just turn off. And you see kind of everyone in this area kind of, like, looks around kind of weird. Some of them have the same reaction as you, as you can see them, like, touching their face. Some take off their uh, glasses. Some people that are looking at their phones just kind of, like, look around. So now I'm going to do brute force. Wow. I got six hits out of 12. Okay. You get four net hits. You're in. All right. Cool. Um, And then I'm going to go ahead and would I crack a file? No, it's not protected, right? No, you're uh, going to search. So a matrix search again to locate the, uh, well, what are you looking for? You're looking for the employee IDs, right? Yeah. Okay, yep, matrix search to look for it. And this Four is where hits. service up. Okay, you find it. Um, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and edit the file and create IDs for Tiger, Overseer, and whatever information we got on Puck. Go ahead and roll that. And, okay, let me go ahead and do edit file. Would I have to do this one at a time, probably? Mm, I'll let you pick. You can either do it one at a time or all together. I'll say, basically, the number of hits you get here is more of, like, how well it is, if that makes sense. Okay. So, one at a time. 
I got three hits, but I'm going to edge it. Um, Four hits. You get four net hits? And then I'm going to go ahead and do another one. I got three hits. <laughs> you, the system tries to resist a bit, and you kind of have some issues with it. It's, you seem to get the edit through, and then it kind of deletes it. And it looks like it's trying to, re- you know, trying to, like, fix what you're doing. So it does not hold. I'll try it again. I'm going to pre-edge. So. Okay. Okay. Um, six hits. Okay. You see the system kind of restores itself as you continue editing and you add another name. I'm going to do one more roll. Four hits on my last. But... The system kind of tries to resist again, but you get through the edit. Okay. And then well, let me see. I got to do. I want to see one thing real quick. So that will put those three in the system as employees. What about, so we want like key cards for them? Do we need that? Or like, what do do I need? ID badges would be nice. But the thing with ID badges, you're probably going to need a sin. Because, or you'll have to get into the store itself to actually get the ID badges. You know what? I have a question. When I edited the files, I don't know if this is something I could have done. Could I have overwrote the other employee ID badges as like, this is tigers using this sin. Yes, but they have pictures. No, I would have just changed the picture, the employee picture, but used the same sin and same name as the employee. Do you get what I'm uh, saying? I get what you're saying. The so issue it been is like your John... teammates don't have sins. No, okay. So it would have been John Doe with his sin 218, right? Let's just okay. say that. And I would have just changed the picture to be tiger's picture. So then I he would see. say, I'm John Doe, and this is my sin. That's fine. Um, yeah, you can do that. We'll say you do okay. that instead. Uh, yeah. Uh, then... You do know by doing that, though, uh, that sin is now attached to a picture of Tiger. Okay, wait, let me think about this, then. Do I know if anyone on our team has fake sins? No one does. You think Storm might? So we would need to get fake badges. Or yes. So can I download the information for the other employees and like print them? Sure. Those badges. Okay. Um, and then I think I might put a data bomb on a file. Okay. Is that too much? Oh wait, no. I'm not Cerberus right now. I'm gonna set a fucking data bomb on a file. <laughs> or a fragging data bomb on a file. Okay. So I'm going to yeah, I'm gonna set a data bomb on who would you say is like ID is the most suspicious of like who did I did do the worst on? Uh the last ID you did. So what I assume would probably be for Puck. Okay. So I'm gonna set data bomb on Pucks. Go ahead and roll. I only got two hits. I don't know if that one even works. Why? What is the requirements? Versus device rating times two. Oh, uh, no, well, let me roll it. Uh, no, it does not hold. So you'd have to try again if you'd like to set it. I will try one more time. You have a minus one. Oh, four hits. It holds. Okay, and then, yeah, I guess I'm going to... Can I, uh, will that leave my signature on it? Uh, no, because you didn't use any, uh, complex forms. Okay, do I... Or would my matrix signature be on anything? Yes, Cerberus's matrix signature would probably be on the host, as you did use Diffusion. Um, but probably I'm... by the time someone looks into it, it probably already had faded. Okay, then never mind. 
Um, so I think that's probably all I want to do. I can't think of anything else I would need to do. I need to make an appointment, <laughs> but would I make that on? Because I would have, wouldn't I have to make that on? Um, both. Both. Okay. You could do it only on one. It would be recommended to do it blood monies, but. So how do I, I would go into the computer. I would look for their appointment thing and I'd edit the file to add in an appointment for um, a, probably two days from now. Stonehenge, okay. whatever day you want, whatever time you'd like. How many days do we have until we finish? Need to finish this mission again? Seven, Seven days, I believe. Okay. Um, so for three days from now is what I'll do. And I'll go ahead and roll my dice. I got five hits. You get three net hits. So you add it in there. Two days from that. Three day, two days from now. Three days. Three days from now. What time? When would it const- When are most of their appointments at? Can I view that? When do they uh, normally book appointments? You at any time from open to close. It seems. What time does the company close? Nine to five. Uh, no, it's probably a, a six to five. So probably two or wait, probably like eight, eight a.m. Okay. Anything else? I think that's it. You feel successful and you hop out and. You give up control. You also take five stun damage. Um, so kind of as. I finish, or as William finishes in the Matrix, I would assume it's almost like in those spirit movies where they almost like pass each other, and Cerberus, you know, wakes up with a jolt, and a little bit of blood starts to stream out of her nose, and she's like, "Do you think our food's ready?" Uh, in the restaurant. I mean, I, I don't know. I've been here for what forty minutes. We can go check. I'm busy. So you head back to the restaurant? We'll talk about it at the restaurant. Yeah. You head back. Your your food isn't there yet. Um, They're busy. But you sit back down. Food arrives. All right. Gosh, I am hungry. That took it out of me. What happened exactly? Cerberus has got like a mouthful of food and she's all like... What do you mean, what happened? <laughs> you, we were in here. You wanted, you were doing whatever. You seemed pretty spooked and wanted to get out of the restaurant immediately. We waited at a bus stop. Oh. Saw a cop, and then you wanted to leave, but then you almost passed out. Said, alright, let's actually do that again, and what no, no, no. What happened was I hacked in. They said, we have cameras. The police are coming. I was like, Dreg, who has cameras? I didn't know if they were had talking about the restaurant, the other building. I was like, we got a skedaddle. And then, you know, I just felt like maybe I could do it. So after the police left, that's mm. all there is to it. A little bit of more blood kind of drips down my nose. Yeah, I guess saw the saw the minute response and thought it might be worth a shot again. Didn't think there'd be much more resistance, huh? No, I mean they sent one nighter and out. He looked around the building, 
clearly if they had cameras that saw me, they wouldn't be... I mean, they were looking around for an intruder, not for a hacker. So. <laughs> Alright. Well, I guess... Good job, kid. And Overseer is gonna just drop it for now. Just enjoy the food. And how much is the food gonna cost us? Fifty new. Uh, no, uh, Overseer, you ordered pretty light. I'll bump out. Let's do thirty-five. Thirty-five new. I'm gonna go ahead and cover the bill. Let's say I got it this time. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I feel like I should be covering your own did all the work. I just sat here doing doing fry gall. I mean, you could have left me and someone could have tried to steal my organs again, so <laughs> wait again. And it's with that story. we'll we'll cut. <laughs> <laughs> so I do wanna add. So yeah, you know, going their separate ways, Cerberus goes home, over zero goes home. But not being entirely convinced with what Cerberus was giving him Mm -hmm. Uh, in his downtime Overseer would like to start building a profile on Cerberus with any information he can get either from the Draco Foundation or just on the Matrix okay um yeah so just in the background whenever there's downtime okay the next morning Cerberus and Overseer you receive a message from Tiger the text message says meet at the matchsticks 3pm I'll be there. We're going to just kind of skip cut to everyone arriving at the matchstick. It's a nicer bar kind of set. It has a very jazzy theme. And you see Tiger and another elf with him. We are currently sitting at the bar. And as the door opens, Tiger turns from the bar to greet Cerberus and Overseer. All right. I'm I'm assuming that you are the one Tiger is speaking about. Ah, yes. He sticks out his hand. The name is Puck. Go grab it. Overseer. And kind of looks over at Cerberus. Um, and you are? Kind of lays out his hand, but in like a very like a prince greeting a princess. People around me here call me Cerberus, and I reach out, and I kind of like a little bit hard. I kind of like grab his hand with a little bit of a smack, like a... <laughs> Like, the wrong way. Like, total no etiquette. Just absolutely wrong. Okay. Like, sideways. You do this. this. He kind of, like, takes it, because he was laying out his hand flat. You just kind of flop it on there. He takes it and kind of, like, reshapes it. I can't do it with my hands, obviously. Reshapes it into, like, a a, kind of, like, a a grip. You know, like, kind of like a green old friend. Like a, you know? Like interlocking thumbs. Yeah, interlocking thumbs. Kind of a, a teammate. He's like, ah, I see. Okay. Um... She's she she's uh, more book smart than she is uh, socially. She 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 carries her weight. That is fine. Um, this is the team. Shall we head into the back and discuss the plan? Yes. That Tiger gives Dad a small nod as he begins walking into the back. Okay. And Puck follows. Everyone, I follow. I'll go last. I'll enter, take your seats. Puck makes himself kind of at home. Still really dressed, still dressed in a really nice suit, looking very damper. Well, taking care of himself. Tiger is going to stay standing and turn on the white noise machine as everyone enters the room. So, you are the main team. I'll let you run me through everything. 
fellas, chummers, as Tiger looks over to his the other players in the party. This is Puck. I, I know you guys just got acquainted, but he is going to be our extra set of hands for this uh, this run. So, with that, this is briefing. Overseer, would you like to go over the plan? I I know you may have some insights that the rest of us may not. All right, sure. All right, Buck. So, what we've worked out so far is that us three, you, me, and Tiger, are going to be going in the front of the building, posing under some fake IDs for a renovation for a renovations company that's going to be coming in to do some maintenance. And we're going to be going into the building through that. Uh, while we do that, we're going to have you posted up on the third floor. And then you'll be find a closet, a bathroom, somewhere to keep yourself out of sight. And then you'll be, you'll be given a canister that you'll need to set off. And while you're waiting there, Tiger and I will head down to the security room, get ready to cover our tracks as best we can. And as we give the signal, y'all pop the canister. We'll wait about 10 minutes, I think. 10 minutes for the gas fully envelop the building. Then we'll exit through the roof, propel down, and get out of Dodge. Sounds like a plan. But again, as I stated when I first briefed you, the short summary I gave, no blood is supposed to be shed. Everything is not about that. Thank you. I'll bring a taser. That works. Sounds good. Any leg work I need to do? Really, we just need you as an extra pair of hands. We've got everything else covered. Uh, We have protection gear and uniforms all figured out. And I think that should be good. You'll be given your your set of the gear on the day of the run. And I believe that about covers that. I should let you all know that I have made an appointment in Stonehenge's computer system for two days from now at 8 a.m. to go into blood money. So we need to be prepared and ready to go at 8 a.m. two days from now, which is the what? Uh, Tuesday. Fifth? Tuesday? Yeah, fifth. Tuesday the fifth. Um... As we said, we have all the gear ready for the most part. Um, And most of the legwork is all done. I might clean up a few loose ends with Stonehenge and Blood Money, but nothing that I can't do. Everything else, I think, has to be done through the computer. So it's up to you guys from here, mainly. I'll be covering any loose ends and making sure we don't leave any tracks. I think that's a plan. We meet... Two days, seven o'clock. Get everything set up. Uh, the appointment's for eight o'clock, but we should meet a little bit earlier so we can okay. get settled. I should ask. It would make it much easier, um, Puck, if you had a fake sin. I do. Yes. Could I get that information from you? Uh, yes, of course. Kind okay, of perfect. It's just going to be used for the ID, and then I will wipe that information from yeah. Stonehenge's computer. It'll I just make the process smoother. I trust him. So I take his sin information. Yeah, a very basic information. More of just like, yeah, how to link it and stuff like that. But yeah, we're done? Uh, mostly. <clears throat> so are we just going to be meeting up back here, or are we meeting close to the job site on the day? 
Now this is where out of character discussion happens. Where's the where is the Blood Money's building located? In, in Cascade T- Fairwood. Yes. Uh, which is Tacoma? Tacoma area. Yeah. Yeah, Tacoma area, fancier area or not necessarily it's like I've I've said it multiple times. It's like a it's a it's a cheap downtown. Yeah. You know, so. I did think of one loose end that we have not tied up. We need a getaway driver. Unarguable fact, and none of us have a car anymore. We need a getaway driver. So, does anyone have a connection that can drive and has a car? Or do we think we should ha- hire like a shadow run taxi? Or do we think we should leave, ask Puck if he might know a good driver? Tiger looks over to Puck. Wait, hey. but I should mention, mention before you do that. Remember, if the driver knows that Puck came with us and is like connected to Puck. He's going to question why Puck is uh, out with us. You have numerous contacts that you could go through through this. Felix, Karma. Muhammad? Muhammad. Probably not, but... (laughs) Um... Sarge. I just feel like that was something that we might have discussed beforehand. Theoretically. I want to default to karma. You good over there? I accidentally opened my phone and there was a video playing, so... (laughs) I want to default to karma, but we also discussed that uh, karma at the time didn't have a uh, vehicle of our last... uh, our last run. So unless anybody else... Karma will be a minus three, just let you know. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that Anyone we know will have a connection to someone who's able to drive. We just, like, a taxi might be like, oh, man, these people just killed a building full of people. I don't know if I want to drive them away from the crime scene, you know? So, like, someone who's affiliated with Shadowrunners. Yeah. Is, like, the only requirement. We could probably find a for-hire driver or starter rigger or something really cheap. You know a bar where they're at. Yeah. I mean, it's not impossible, but like I said, if we go through Puck, and Puck probably has a good connection. Puck might also just have a car himself. Yeah. If we go through... Well, if Puck has a car, that would be great, but if we go through Puck, like I said, and he doesn't come out, then the driver's gonna be like, hey, where the fuck is Puck? But if he has his own car and he's the driver, then, well, we just take his keys yeah, off. Yeah, if he has his own car, cool. If not, you guys go through one of your contacts. I feel like it would also make us look pretty unlegit to ask him if he can drive the getaway car on, like, our run. Yeah. And he might ask for more money to do so. So I can't really afford to go through any of my contacts because I need to get a SIN and... I'm going to be short on money after that. I mean, I can fund the getaway car, or we can all split it, right? I can fund it now, and then we can split it once we get money, right? It shouldn't be that much. Just if anyone does anyone have a contact where we might be able to get a getaway driver? Definitely. Gonna be Karma Muhammad. Those are my go-to. Are you not North? Felix, their fixer, who is known uh, for that's money from uh, that's a lot of money from our original. Uh, at least someone with a loyalty 
might be able to talk them down a little bit. Okay, so I think we're done with our negotiations with Puck, though. With our discussion. So where do we want to meet up? Uh, it's in a lesser downtown. I'm sure there's an area maybe 10-15 minutes away from the building. Meet up about an hour before, get shit ready, get everything good to go, and then uh, get started, or get going, show up maybe 5-10 minutes early. It's always good etiquette. Perfect. Yeah, there's a couple of restaurants probably like 20-30 minutes away. With contact driver, or uh, escape driver, Tiger is going to send a shoot out a quick message to Karma asking him, Hey, bud. Well, I'm going to do that without the chair creak. Hey, bud. We're buddies. We need a getaway driver for one of our uh, missions coming up here in about two days. Would you be available around eight in the morning if, for three slots? Yeah, we're at. Tiger sends him the contact information for the blood money or the address for the uh, blood money's building. Okay. Three extra people. Just 10 o'clock. What time? Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Three people. Eight o'clock. Yeah. Just be people. There's four of us. Yeah. Three extra people. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. Puck's not leaving. If Puck leaves, leaves that building, he's not leaving that city block. But he needs to drive us there. And our gear, right? That is a great point. All right, Tiger. <laughs> All right, small small revision. Four people. Four people? Did that work? It'll be a tight fit, but yeah. Probably. Awesome. Sounds good. Cool. Thank you. See you at, uh... Yeah, see you at eight. Okay. We will be meeting up about, ten, about half an hour earlier at Sen's location of wherever, whatever restaurant, bar nearby that we're meeting up at that early in the morning. Is this for a run? Shouldn't I pick you all up so you could actually transport your gear? Probably. Yes. So I'll pick everyone up. Yes. Okay, have them send me their address, or pick up spots. Tiger t- uh, looks at the rest of the gang. Alright, our driver's going to need uh, pickup locations. Um, service overseer, you should already have his contact information. Um, Puck, if you just give me a location, I can just send send it in one message. Oh, yeah, fine. That's fine. Uh, me and you will just be at my apartment. Does Overseer have Karma's contact? I don't we'll think so. We'll say he exchanged it to you on the... No, you haven't I only really asked him been... For... He only offered me ammo. That's it. Yeah, you guys He's haven't really... He freak t- out and offered me ammo. Yeah, and any ex- you haven't had a conversation outside of that as you've been unconscious. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah. so, I mean, you could tell him for me. I don't, oh, have, his don't comp. have You don't have his comp. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Where? Uh, he gave me ammo, and I was unconscious. Ah, well, I figured that we worked as a team before, so you know, just send me I your location. With them? Send me your location, and or send me the location you want, and I will send that to him. In one. All right. Sound good? I okay. also okay. send Tiger my location that I want to be picked up at. Cerberus, you're a growing child. You can work on your own. I don't have Karma's information. You don't have. You do have Karma's information. Tiger doesn't need to know that. 
I mean, you accepted it in front of him, but okay. Oh, did I? Okay. Yeah, you, you all got, well, Tiger got the information sooner, but you and Storm got the information at the same time, or the contact right. at the same time. But right before we did the uh, job, or the uh, last job. Yeah. I'm going to look over to Tiger and say, I thought you wanted to send this in one thing. Well, I'm doing it for Puck and Overseer because they don't have the contact. So it's going to be two things, but okay. And I go ahead and send it to Karma. You can wear it's, your big girl pants as Tiger sends the information. It's two calm messages. I think he can handle it. Yeah, he's a big boy. He also wears his big boy pants. I'm sure he hasn't wet the bed in at, at least, least a, few, a days. few days. Tiger, what? Are I you don't good? Great. Now you're a co creator now. Nah, looking forward to that. Editor's note, cut this. Editor's note, cut that. <laughs> yeah, cut that. <laughs> Editor's note, don't cut this, though. Guess what? It's the outro, and we're starting in the middle of a conversation to make it a little bit weird, take everyone off the edge. I don't know. Oh, wow. doesn't make sense. Shut the fuck up, all right? That was These a things smooth are transition. Okay, that I guess was, I won't uh, do my part of the outro, bitch. That was smoother fuck than you. your butt cheeks. Wow. And also smoother than Puck's butt cheeks, because damn... <laughs> I he love was a player. Puck is great. Puck Watch, is going this to isn't going to be in the same episode that Puck was in. This is going to be in some be. random fragment. Yeah, yeah, in 20 episodes is down. Uh, That'd be fucking hilarious, honestly. That would be hilarious. Hey, Adam, you know what else is hilarious? Our Twitter. Why don't you tell us about it? Well, you know, our Twitter is almost at 300 tweets. You know that? And, you know, if you looked at at Drexler on Twitter, you could go read that what 277 tweets or some 269 shit? Oh. good try 60. let's oh, go 296 never mind i'm delisting you mother <laughs> it's the funny I number of the backwards <laughs> but yeah no you can go ahead on that twitter at Drexstorm with a capital d if you've forgotten already and fucking it's community interaction pretty much whatever the dm wants to post at the time um, yeah. and other podcasts that we like to interact with as well, among other things, among us. And um, should I even talk about the chirper things anymore? Mm. Yeah, no. I well, they're, they're in the background. Yeah, let's just not. This is staying in, so this is awkward. But you know where, <laughs> if you want to hear for the players, you know where you can go? The Discord. Luke, tell them. Tell them. I'm telling them. Discord. You know it. You love it. It's Skype. But if Skype was actually good. <laughs> and this Discord is Skype, but only if it was mediocre. And full of Drexstorm theme, all your favorite Drexstorm theme talk and discussion. Drexstorm pod, Drexstorm Discord servers where you can find all the interaction that you want. Interact with the players, with the DM, and our amazing community who supports us every step of the way. And cooking. A lot of cooking. I also yeah, love really, there is a lot cooking. of but we honestly talk more about cooking than we do Shadowrun. <laughs> but it's <laughs> going to be a cooking honest. podcast. <laughs> we're cha- okay, there's no longer an absolute drug storm. It's an absolute kitchen storm. <laughs> an absolute cook storm. <laughs> cook storm. Good job. <laughs> However, most importantly, within the Discord server, you can find the links chat. And the links chat is the link to our Patreon, which, D- which the DM Devin will tell you about right now. Holy shit, I'm ta- talking about the Patreon. Not Woo! anymore. This is over. <laughs> that was it. This is the so, outro. All right. <laughs> that's <laughs> cut the that's episode fun. there. Yep. <laughs> Editor's note. <laughs> <laughs> so, Patreon, right? Okay. Starts at $2 a month. Pretty lit. There's also needs a slight rework. Will still be at $2 a month, but might be slightly tweaked uh, from the last time you maybe see it. But 
$2 a month, you get some bonus content on there. We have a new new bonus campaign we talked about a few times. Crater Hunters. Oh my god, the bonus dropping. campaign. I'm excited for it. I'm That'll be dropping uh, in a couple of... I'm going to say a couple of weeks, hopefully less than that. But soon, it is trademark. Soon trademarked. <laughs> um, but... Uh, that'll be dropping soon. It'll actually get dropped a month before. The first episode will be dropped a month before, and then uh, it will become active on our Spotify the first couple of episodes, just so you can experience the content yourself. Taste. And yeah, get a taste for it. See if you actually want to pay it for it. You know, I don't want you paying anything you don't want to actually listen to. I do a um, southern accent. It's super fun. It's it is. Pretty, everyone does accents. Uh, uh, Adam dies his best, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm playing uh, for male. Adam barely does an accent. Exactly. He just raises his voice. I just raise my voice. Yeah, but you know, though. he's trying his best. I, I can't, ex I can't it, no, exactly do a woman's voice. I'm cutting you off. Stop, stop it, Mickey. I All wish right. you'd cut me off. Editor's note. <laughs> 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 but the money that does get paid towards the Patreon goes right back into the episode. Helped us buy new mics, help us buy new equipment. Uh, as well as other things that we have money for, a sap, you know, world dominance, stuff like that. Typical, uh, typical yes, stuff. And um, extra special shout out to our current patrons. Special thanks to our, <laughs> our current patrons. Uh, we have Doctor Friendship, love him, great guy from an uh, from the Sinless podcast. Well, not technically oh, yeah. a podcast, uh -huh. Sinless YouTube series over on YouTube at Critical Hits. Guess what? I'm also there. I'm a player. I play depressed person with a kid. You want to know Karma's backstory? That's where you're going to find out. Don't want to talk depressed about it. Ironically, I'm wearing my dad's himself? shirt right now. <laughs> Moving on, we also have Computer Sam, another great guy, really active in the community. Did the last outro, interesting fact. But Absolutely. that's all we have. Good night. We really, we really appreciate all you guys listening to the podcast. Hope you have a great night. Yep. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yep. Oh yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Love you all. If you're over, 18. if you're under eighteen, we love you in a platonic way, of course. Not platonically loved. Platonic oh yeah, we're kind of or father we're dads. Anyway, you know, we're we're three dads. <laughs> what three gay dads in a trench coat? We're three dads. <laughs> no, no, it's not bringing up the Whoa, five gay rat. Are you smarter than five gay dads? <laughs> okay, Craig, get right. the fuck out of here. Uh, editors, note. And that. Uh, all right, that's an episode. <laughs>